This episode is brought to you by the awesome folks who support me on Patreon. A big shout out to my multi-tier supporters Terence C, St. Peaches, Earl B, and Christina N. Moving on to the Tao tier, I want to express my gratitude to Bonkers and Carl Lucy. Last but not least, a massive thank you goes out to the incredible supporters of the Anito tier, Byron A, Jordan, Roman, Philip, Mona and Luna, Legion, Hannah, Diwatahan, and Brizo. Your support truly makes this podcast possible. And if you, my dear listeners, if you want to help support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod and choose the tier that fits your interest. Your support means the world to me and I can't wait to have you on board. Mabuhay and welcome to Spooky Saturday, a segment of the podcast where I tell paranormal stories submitted by our listeners or explore haunted places in the Philippines. Today, we are going on a hike on a certain mountain in Laguna dubbed the Devil's Mountain. So get your boots ready and let's hike to Mount San Cristobal. I'm your host and guide through the shadows, Ethan, telling you to settle down, my dear listeners, and let's begin. Mountaineering is the exhilarating pursuit of ascending towering peaks, combining the sheer joy of exploration with the inherent risks that accompany such a daring endeavor. This extreme sport entails scaling natural formations, often amidst breathtaking landscapes, pushing the limits of physical and mental endurance. In the Philippines, mountaineering is a popular outdoor activity that offers diverse experiences for adventurers seeking to explore the country's natural wonders. With over 7,000 islands, the Philippines boasts a range of landscapes, from lush rainforests to picturesque volcanoes, providing ample opportunities for thrilling climbs and breathtaking views. One of the most beloved destinations for adventurers is Mount Pulag, the highest peak in Luzon, renowned for its breathtaking sea of clouds and stunning sunrise views. Another popular choice is Mount Apo in Mindanao, the country's tallest mountain, drawing adventurers with its lush forests, hot springs, and diverse wildlife. Meanwhile, in Visayas, the iconic Mount Canlaon entices climbers with its challenging slopes and volcanic allure. The Cordillera region's Mount Ulap is a favorite among beginners, offering a scenic traverse with mesmerizing landscape. However, for today's episode, we will delve into Mount San Cristobal, which is famously known as the Devil's Mountain. Mount San Cristobal is described as a beautifully shaped conic volcano covered in dense rainforest. It is part of the Holocene volcanic complex of Mount Banahaw, and its youthful appearance suggests that it formed after Banahaw. It is potentially an active stratovolcano that is located at the boundary of the provinces of Laguna and Quezon on the island of Luzon. Standing at an elevation of 1,470 meters or 4,820 feet above mean sea level, it is one of the volcanic features in the Makolod Corridor. 
in Filipino folklore, Mount San Cristobal is known as the Devil's Mountain and is considered the alter ego of the holy mountain, Mount Banahaw. While Banahaw is believed to possess positive energy, Mount Cristobal is thought to embody negative energy. But why is that? Well, I couldn't really find a concrete answer for this, to be honest. Most of the stuff I stumbled upon was like old folk stories that have been going around for ages. There's no official backing or mainstream confirmation for why Mount San Cristobal was characterized this way. On the Facebook page of DOST National Research Council of the Philippines, they said that the reason Mount Banahaw is considered a holy mountain for many Filipinos is that when they visit the mountain, they find peace and physical nourishment. On another note, the blog Volcano Hotspot on WordPress.com claims that Mount Banahaw is believed to be a source of psychic energy and has been associated with numerous miraculous physical and spiritual healings. That's why it attracts a diverse range of people including mystics, psychics, faith healers, and religious pilgrims, especially during Holy Week. In contrast, Mount San Cristobal has earned the nickname Devil's Mountain. The locals and mountaineers allegedly experience eerie and otherworldly feelings when they venture there. There are even tales of voices or apparitions like the creature called Tumao that reportedly haunt mountain climbers. A 12-year-old article titled Mount Cristobal Facing Your Own Evil at the Devil's Mountain from Yodisphere.com delves into the cultural influences that have shaped the perception of Mount San Cristobal and led to its intriguing name. In the mentioned article, the mountain's initial naming after San Cristobal, the patron of travelers in Greek and Latin traditions, is noted, although the exact source of this information remains uncertain. I tried to verify this detail but found it inconclusive or I found inconclusive results so please take it with a grain of salt. Moreover, the article highlights a significant cultural factor that likely played a role in shaping the perception of Mount San Cristobal, which in this case was the introduction of the Chinese beliefs, particularly the concept of yin and yang. In Chinese philosophy, Yin and yang represents interconnected and complementary forces in the universe, often embodying opposing elements like darkness and light, or good and evil. The Western interpretation of yin and yang sometimes associates yin with negative aspects and yang with positive ones, possibly influencing the local community's understanding of the mountain energy. So, the article is suggesting, at least from my understanding, that while Mount Banahaw continued to be venerated as a sacred peak emanating positive energy, Mount San Cristobal became associated with negative energy and darkness. Just because in my understanding from reading that part of the article is that they needed something to balance things out. If there's a good mountain, surely there's an evil mountain, right? If positive energies radiate from Mount Banahaw, then the negative energies come out of Mount San Cristobal. This duality in perception might have contributed to the mountain being dubbed the Devil's Mountain. 
As with many significant and mysterious locations, Mount San Cristobal has garnered stories of being haunted. Local legends and tales circulate about supernatural occurrences and eerie experiences on the mountain. Apparently, during the Filipino Revolution against Spanish colonial rule, spreading ghost stories and creating legends like the Tumao myth may have served multiple purposes. Apart from being a reflection of the belief in supernatural entities, these tales could have been used as a form of psychological warfare against the Spanish militia. Such stories might have been employed to instill fear and uncertainty among the enemy, acting as a protective measure for revolutionaries and their cause. Over time, these spooky tales and urban legends have become an integral part of the mountain's folklore and cultural identity. And I'm going to share a few of them here. Story number one. There was a couple who decided to embark on a midnight hike in Mount San Cristobal. Unknowingly, they chose an unusual and lesser-known trail on the mountain. Despite the threatening weather, with an approaching storm and zero visibility, they persisted in their hike. Unfortunately, they got lost when they reached a point where the trail split into two. They chose the left path not realizing that the right one was the correct route. Tragically, the left trail turned out to be dangerous and led them astray, and they never made it to the campsite. As it was the midnight hike, the registration office was already closed and no one was aware of their situation. Sadly, they were not found, and to this day, their whereabouts remain unknown. No search party was organized to locate them, leaving their fate a mystery. According to local folklore, the spirits of the lost couple are said to linger in the area, revealing themselves to other hikers who find themselves lost. They are believed to seek companionship and perhaps guide others away from the same treacherous path they took. Their story has become a legend, serving as a cautionary tale for hikers venturing into the mountains unexplored and dangerous trails. Story number two. A group of hikers and their guide set out an unusual trail and along the way, they came across a small cottage where a family of five lived. The head of the family advised them to leave the only girl in the hiker group behind but she firmly declined the suggestion. Undeterred, the hikers continued on their journey. After some time, the guide informed them that he could only accompany them for the first half of the trek. They paid him and decided to continue on their own. However, as they progressed, they encountered a forked trail and their guide hadn't warned them about it. Uncertain about the right path, they debated among themselves and eventually decided to split into two groups, each taking a different path. While they were discussing their options, a couple unexpectedly stumbled upon them. The couple offered their help and guidance, pointing them in the correct direction. Grateful for the assistance, the hikers followed the couple's lead even as the sky grew dim and night was approaching. As the rain began to fall, the trail became muddy and challenging. Suddenly, their flashlights all turned off simultaneously plunging them into darkness. 
Despite the setback, they attempted to keep following the couple. When their flashlights flickered back on, the couple had vanished. And to their horror, one of their group members had suffered an accident and was left hanging precariously on a cliff. Thankfully, they managed to rescue their injured companion and continued their journey with more caution. The eerie encounter with the mysterious couple left the hikers shaken but determined to find their way back to safety. The incident remained a haunting memory, cautioning them about the unpredictability of the mountain trails and the importance of being prepared for any unexpected challenges that nature might present. Despite these beliefs and stories, many mountaineers claim that they haven't felt anything eerie from the place. So there's no real reason to fear Mount Cristobal. Its forests are pristine and home to a splendid array of flora, including giant pakpaklawin and various flowering plants, as well as freely roaming civet cats like the musang and the animus. So whether the place is haunted or just has an eerie vibe, it still doesn't deter mountaineers from exploring the mountain themselves. Well, I guess that's one way to find out if the rumors are true or not, right? Right now, if you're planning on visiting Mount Cristobal, you are out of luck because it's currently closed. But hey, maybe once it's open, you can find out the mystery for yourself. And that is it for today's Spooky Saturday. I do hope you enjoyed listening to today's story. If you have your own paranormal encounters that you would like to share or any haunted places you want me to tackle, please email us at officialtabitalbipod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Or if you want to help support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. And for as little as 2 or $6, you can gain early access, listen to Patreon-exclusive content, and more. Once again, thank you so much to my dearest patrons and to you, my dear listeners. Thank you for making Tabitabi Podcast a part of your week. Thanks for listening to Tabitabi Podcast. This has been Ethan. Join me next time when we explore more haunted places in the Philippines. Bye!